Welcome to the Dad of Ages podcast. My name is Daniel Whitworth, and I am the dad of six amazing kids ages 2 to 13. This podcast is a combination of my daily dad life, raw and unedited, and interviews with other dads as we all do the best we can in this game called Dad. Sometimes we're winning and sometimes we're losing, but the important thing is that we stay in the game. This is the Dad of Ages podcast. Enjoy the episode. Yes, I just love being a dad. It's the greatest job that I ever had. Alrighty, here we are. Good morning. It is, what is it? Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, March. I'm sorry, Thursday. <laughs> sorry, it's Thursday, March 2nd, uh, 2023. And uh, today is co-op day here in the Whitworth household. Uh, right now it's about 10 till 7, and so I got a little bit of time before I got to go start getting up the kiddos so we can all get ready to roll down to Hampton. And I got a few things lined up for today, too, while I have my, you know, time to myself. I'm going to go get a haircut. That's right, because I like to get a haircut before we go on these trips, so I look nice and trim. And again, I have that cool barber that I go to where I just walk in and sit down and uh, he doesn't even ask me what to do. He just does it and he does it right. I love it. And so I got to do that. And then I'm meeting with a good friend for some coffee. Uh, We're actually both on the same diet plan uh, called Optavia, whereas uh, I've been kind of slacking off on that for a bit, but uh, really wanting to get back on it. Just need to find that motivation. Need to go to a motivation store somewhere to get. Uh, and it's like in the moment, there's moments when I feel it like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then like 10 minutes later, I'm eating something I shouldn't. It's like, ah, dang it. But anywho, so we're going to have some coffee and talk about uh, dad stuff and missional community stuff. And so that'll be good. I like hanging out with him. He's one of those really deep thinkers. Like you get in a conversation, it's not going to be light and fluffy. It's going to be like something deep. And so I enjoy that. I don't really like small talk all that much. But um, anyhow, so that's what I got going on today. No idea what we're going to have for dinner. Didn't really plan anything. Probably just, I don't know, haven't decided. I'll, I'll swing something. Because tomorrow... Uh, I got I to gotta book a lift for tomorrow because getting up early and getting a flight. It's so funny, like it's I've been expecting it, but it still feels like, oh, yeah, that's tomorrow. <laughs> I got to make sure to we've already checked into our flights and everything. And so uh, and so far, you know, we've had this theory. So we've been working on our airline points. And so the end of February was like the cutoff day. And so now all our points are reset but we get to keep the status, you know, the elite status that we had, which were both at platinum, um, which gets us like 48 hour upgrade window. So if you're going to get upgraded to first class, you get, you, you get looked at 48 hours in ahead instead of only 24 hours, which is what we had before. And if you go higher, it's even like even more than that. And so that's the goal next year. It's like, you know, what else can we, how many more miles can we get? But anywho, um, so far, and so our theory has been that as soon as you get to the next level, 
which uh, you get upgraded because that happened to me that like the the, the the first time I got the day when I got upgraded to gold or when I reached the gold status I like immediately got upgraded to first class the very next flight and then when I got to platinum same thing happened I got immediately upgraded to first class the next flight and so Nicole just got platinum because we worked hard to get that um and yet it's not looking like she's gonna get upgraded um so she's on the wait list. So we won't see who, where she ranks on the wait list until like tomorrow morning. But um, yeah, so much for that theory, huh? But I guess the flight hasn't left yet. So we'll see. But um, yeah, so that's what we got going on today. And then yesterday was a, there were some ups and downs. <clears throat> uh, had a really had a, had our first fire of the season last night, uh, a little campfire in our, in the new, uh, fire pit and it burned brightly and it did the trick and we cooked hot dogs and s'mores on it. And it was a good time. It was a little colder than I was anticipating. I thought it was going to be like 60 something, but it was more like 50 something. So, but anywho, it was still fun. Still nice out this morning. It's raining though. And, but you know what? I made sure that the fire was out so I could cover it. So it should not be getting soaking wet and ruining my brand new fire pit. So, so that was enjoyable. Also yesterday, Nicole and I got to be on a, um, a, uh, webinar, not a webinar, a, um, I don't know. We were featured in a group gathering of a, a fellow, uh, online business friend of ours. She was, um, to talk about TikTok to her audience. And so there was a handful of people on there and a couple of them bought our TikTok course. So that was fun. And it's always fun to get on there and share our story and stuff. And um, that's good to think about, think through those things as well, because it's just, um, it's, uh, it's a reminder of where we come from and things like that and the things we've gone through to get where we are. And so that was enjoyable. Um, we also got a... Uh, some good news about our future with uh, Life Surge and the events we're doing. We're going to get to do speaking a lot sooner. And uh, also, I'm being considered for a position called brand manager, where it's basically so in, in the Life Surge thing, there are right now four brands there's a real estate brand, a trade, stock trading brand, us, online business, and then there's a new one called Influence Surge, and they deal with uh, book writing and public speaking. <clears throat> and so, so far, they've basically just had one person writing the schedule for all these different teams and stuff. And um, one of the main guys that was kind of the coordinator of all this, he's stepping away and um, taking a position elsewhere. And so a new guy's coming in and they're splitting up the role so that they're doing what I had suggested like months and months ago. Is like we should have one person who's like the main person for each brand. Because we're all different. We all have different personalities and needs and things like that. And also, we would like to write our own schedule, you know? And so they're finally doing that. They're going to have a basically a person, a brand manager, they're calling, and they're going to be writing the schedule, among other things. I don't know all the details. I just know that Shane called us to tell me that he put my name in the hat because he thinks I would be great at that. And I had already thrown my name in the hat because I'm like, I think I might like to do that. But I still want to find out what does it entail if it's going to be. I tell you, here's the thing, like if it's just a results oriented job where I have things that I'm responsible for and I and I do them in my own time when I, you know, see fit as long as I'm getting the job done and doing it well, that's great. But if it's going to be the kind of thing where I have to log hours 
and get so many in a week, then I'm probably not going to do it because that's, that's like a, that to me is like the, the, uh, that's the deal breaker. That's what I'm looking for. It's the deal breaker. Cause here, the whole point of the entrepreneurial lifestyle, the whole, like the main point of being able to own our own businesses and do our own thing is that we, uh, get to set our own schedule. It's time freedom. It's the thing where, you know, we're working hard. It's not like we're not working. It's like, we're probably still working, you know, 50 hours a week, something like that. Um, but it's on our own volition. It's getting the things done. You know, it's, 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 it's treating us as adults that, you know what, we have a, do- a job to do and we're going to get it done. And no one has to be like, well, how many hours did you work this week? It's like, that doesn't matter. What matters is did, did the job get done? And so that will probably be a deal breaker for me if, if it turns into one of those where I'm like having to log hours and all the things that I did. Cause I, I had a job like that when I worked for the crisis pregnancy center and I, that was why I quit honestly is because it was one of those uh, where I had to log hours and say what I did in those hours and like be really specific about what I was doing with my time. And I'm like, but my job was a very much results oriented job. It was not a job based on how long it took me to do things, you know? And so that's ultimately why I didn't want to work because I'm like, I'm not that and like, I didn't get to have a say in anything. I was just a cog in the wheel, so to speak or cog in the machine wasn't in leadership. And so anyway, it just wasn't for me. And so this brand manager job, if it's going to be the kind of thing where I have to live under somebody's thumb, so to speak, I probably won't do it. I've already turned down one job like that with Shane, the coaching thing. And uh, my friend Steven's doing that and he's doing great, but it's still a I don't think he has to log hours or anything like it's still very flexible, but it's still also like, you know, you're, you're owned by someone else. And so I don't know, I'm waiting to find out what are the details. I'm hoping that it's not a hourly kind of job. I'm hoping that it's a task oriented, get the job done. Trust me to do it kind of job. Cause if it is, then I'll flourish at it and I'll be really good at it. But if it's not, mm, we'll see. But um, so yeah, that was good. I had a good conversation with with Shane about that and about the upcoming speaking schedule. It's looking like I'm probably going to get to share the stage with him at San Diego too, which is in just two weeks. And so uh, probably need to poke him about that a few times. He's got so many plates that he's spinning, he might forget. So anywho, that's going on there. So that's exciting. And um, there's something else that. Uh, I'm like starting to write notes on a little digital sticky note thing on my computer of like, all right, what are the things that I want to talk about in this episode? So I, uh, so I don't forget. Cause once I, once I hit record, it's like my mind goes completely blank. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh yeah. Where am I? What am I doing? Oh yeah. It's March. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and, um, anywho, see, I, d- I do need to talk about a dad loss I had yesterday. Not sure I had any wins to speak of i mean you know i I played with the kids and there wasn't any specific memorable wins yesterday i guess you could say but um i I had a dad loss got into some uh tiffs with dylan my oldest and i think i've 
I've not done a good job of, you know, hugging him recently. I guess we've just been busy, you know, like we're home for three days this week and stuff. So I think what I need to do, but anyway, we got into things. So last night we're watching The Chosen and afterward we want to have a discussion about it. And Dylan and Caleb are on one of the couches. And of course, they never just sit like it like adults do they like lay with their feet in the air and all that kind of stuff and so caleb is like laying with his feet in the air and his head is somewhere near dylan who's on the other end of the couch and it doesn't look like he's actually hurting him he's not touching him i don't think they're just on two sides of the couch and dylan's irritated about something so he's like doesn't want caleb to do that and so he starts like yelling at caleb in the middle of our discussion and to like move, get up, you know, that kind of thing. And so I'm like, well, Dylan, is he touching you? And apparently that was the wrong thing to ask because then he started, well, actually what happened was then Nicole intervened and like told Caleb to get up and stuff. And then Dylan was all kinds of like just upset over there. Like, he's like, what's the matter, Dylan? He got up. What? He's like, you, 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 basically what it, what it boiled down to was he felt like that if the situation was reversed, that I would have just immediately yelled at him and got and told him to get up and not asked a question like that. Which I suppose it's possible that at times in the past that would be the case. Because you know what? Most of the time in that kind of situation, Dylan is intentionally doing something to irritate his brother. So, you know, it's it's the same thing I was do- the same thing I did when I was a kid. I was the instigator. I was the one that was like, you know, always poking, always prodding, that kind of thing. And so in his case, you know, a lot of times when in that kind of situation, he is actually like doing something on purpose to irritate his brother. In this case, Caleb wasn't. He was just happened to be close to Dylan. And so that's why I was asking. And so it's one of those cases of knowing your different kids, right? You know, Caleb, I know, wasn't doing something just to irritate Dylan. And he was just happened to be close to him. But in Dylan's case, he was all upset because I didn't yell at Caleb. <laughs> And my mistake was, as I engaged in that conversation and tried to defend myself, I felt, you know, I was being accused of something I didn't, didn't do. Cause all I did, I literally was just like, I wasn't upset. I didn't yell at anybody. I just asked, Hey, is he touching you? And then Nicole jumped in and, and stuff. And so I just left it at that. What I should have done after talking with Nicole afterward was like when he was over there stewing and griping, I should have just kept my mouth shut instead of asking, Hey, what are you upset about? You know? Ah, sigh. So anyway, that kind of turned into an argument, but we were fine later by the evening once it came down to, you know, one, one thing that I know that we do right as parents, if nothing else at all, and the thing that I am so glad that we do is we do a very special uh, bedtime routine. And for each of the kids, so each of the kids, we sing them a song. At bedtime, you know, even Dylan, our oldest, and we were, we hug him while we're doing that kind of thing. And it's, it, it's the tune of you are my sunshine, but we do it with each of their names. So like in Dylan's case, it'll be you are my Dylan, my only Dylan. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my Dylan away. And so we do that for each one of the kids. And they actually sing it with us and say, you are my daddy, my only daddy, and so on. So Nicole does the same thing. And it's like, 
that song is precious to them and to us. Like we can't skip it. It's the kind of thing like if there's ever a situation where we don't do it, they they really get upset about that. Um, and so we do that with each of the kids, even Oscar. But Phoebe actually prefers Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And I do this Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. How I wonder what you are up above the world so high. Like my Phoebe in the sky. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. And I do that usually standing up and holding her. And then I lift her up to the ceiling whenever I say, you know, my, my Phoebe up in the air. And she loves that. <laughs> and so that's fun. And then Lydia actually also gets a special song. So after we do the You Are My Lydia song, then I then I sing a version um, of Lullaby. And it goes like this. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, little Lydia, go to sleep now, go to sleep, go to sleep, my little child. And then the rest of the song. So again, personalized to her. And so that's also a precious to her. She She's she's the one she wants. To, so it's always like I'm holding her, hugging her, something like that. Not usually picking her up anymore because she's like, big <laughs> um but then she wants like several more hugs and kisses and stuff and she'll even like get out of bed and follow me to the door to get one last hug and kiss and stuff so those are wins yeah so those are wins so i usually finish the day with wins like that and so if nothing else the day goes rotten rough things happen it's like always a reset at bedtime like that and um so that's that's something I feel like we do right. And that's going to be the kind of thing they remember their whole lives and probably do with their own kids, you know. And I don't know where we started it. I just, it's, we've been doing that a long time. I don't know what triggered it. I think we just did it one day and it caught on, you know. And so, yeah, so that was a win. And then another, I wouldn't call this a, a win, but this was kind of fun. So, <laughs> Um, so Oscar, he's, he's potty trained mostly, still needs help like wiping his butt sometimes. And so he does this occasionally where he likes to pull off more toilet paper than is needed. Well, this time I heard him call it, I'm done. And so I go in there and he's standing there with a, uh, his little potty full of pretty loose poop. It was pretty, pretty much diarrhea. I think he'd had too many fruits during the day. He wasn't sick or anything. And he had emptied the entire toilet paper roll all over the floor, <laughs> you know. And fortunately, thank God he didn't put it all in the toilet and clog it up because he has done that before. And so it was one of those like, that's just adorable. I got to take a picture. So I took a picture and then I um, blacked out his little, you know, wee wee that was showing when he was standing there. And I posted it to a couple groups. Actually, I posted it to Facebook as a, on my own feed. And then I posted it to a couple groups. One of them is a dad group. I'm in of stay at home dads. And another is like a large family one. And I was surprised at a lot of the pushback I got because of the toilet, the little potty full of, you know, what was clearly loose, you know, poop. You're like, man, I'm eating right now. I'm like, and I'm thinking, why are you on Facebook while you're eating dinner? <laughs> you know? And so, but then there were others that were like defending me. I was like, come on guys, how many kids do you have? You've never seen this before. <laughs> like get over it and stuff. So Anyway, that was kind of fun. And I also uh, started, I launched my TikTok channel. Uh, I already had the channel, but I actually posted a couple of 
new videos and I'm going to do two more today, probably two a day for the foreseeable future to try to get thing, this thing rolling. And um, uh, yeah, I posted two videos and as of yesterday, an hour afterward, no one had seen them. <laughs> so anywho, I know it takes longer than that for to get started anyway. But hey, yeah, if you're listening, just look up Dad of Ages on TikTok and you'll start seeing some of these uh, videos that I make. A lot of them with the kids and stuff. Going to do some talking head ones too. Don't really know exactly all the things I'll do with that, but you got to start. You got to start. So anyway, what time is it? Oh yeah. So yep. I suppose that's enough for this morning. I got to go start waking up some kiddos and the house will be all a bustle and hustle as we get ready to go to co-op today then yeah so anywho that's it for this episode make sure to check out my dad of ages uh tiktok as well as dadofages.com where you can sign up for my newsletter and such please do so anyway anyway hope you enjoyed the lesson not the lesson the episode (laughs) i didn't teach anything today I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. This is the Dad of Ages podcast. Daddy, daddy, I love you. Oh, my dear, I love you too. Daddy, do you think I'm beautiful? Yes, I do. Daddy, pick me up so high. Throw me up so I can't fly. Is there anything more wonderful?